into the melanated minds, cleansing and releasing negative energy from the mind meditation. Please do not listen to this meditation while driving or operating heavy machinery. Remove yourself from any distractions. I invite you to make yourself comfortable. Whether you are sitting in a chair, lying on the floor, or in the bed, Get as comfortable as possible. Set your intention to cleanse and release negative energy from your Close your eyes and focus on your breath. Take a deep breath. Inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. One more time. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. We are emotional creatures and we were born to express emotions freely and openly. Somewhere along the way, however, many of us learn to repress emotions, especially those deemed negative, in order to fit in, earn love, and be accepted. We do this most often with difficult emotions like shame, fear, or anger. When we experience events that emotionally overwhelm us and we're unable to process what is happening, accept our emotions, and express them through our body and mind, we hide them deep inside us where others can't see them. And we end up hiding them from ourselves too. Yet, 
they're still there. The unresolved emotions get trapped in our body while they build and fester, draining our energy, leading to burnout, emotional imbalance, and eventually disease. When we chronologically repress emotions, we create toxicity in our body, mind, and heart. This unprocessed emotional energy is stored in our organs, muscles, and tissues. It leads to inflammation and chronic health problems, and it undermines our overall well-being. Three steps to processing emotional energy stuck in your body. The opposite of repression is expression. In order to process our emotional distress and move it throughout of bodies so it doesn't get stuck there, we need to learn to express our emotions in a healthy way in the body and mind. But first, we need to learn to recognize and accept our feelings as they come and go. Step one, recognize, self-awareness. The challenge is to recognize the emotion and feel it in your body. This is where mindfulness comes in. The goal is to notice what is happening within our body, accept it, and feel it fully without judgment. If you've ever come across a teaching on radical acceptance, the practice of RAIN should sound familiar. RAIN stands for recognize, allow, investigate, and nourish with self-compassion. And it directly conditions the habitual ways in which we resists your moment-to-moment experience. Buddhist teachings tell us that human suffering is caused by aversion and resistance to what is happening. Acceptance is liberating and the practice of RAIN teaches us to accept our moment-to-moment experience instead of running from it. It teaches us to face any difficulty head-on with compassion and the understanding that it will eventually pass. We have to feel it to heal it. We have to fully experience the emotion in order to process and integrate it into our experience. But we must feel it in the body. This is a critical point. If the process of including difficult emotions in awareness stops at the level of cognitive understanding without a fully embodied experience, the genuine acceptance, insight, and inner freedom that are the essence of one true healing will not be complete. Practice mindfulness to get better at recognizing your feelings and observing the bodily sensations connected to those feelings as they come and go throughout the day. 
Offer yourself self-compassion as you go through more difficult emotions. Practice. Sit still for a few minutes with your eyes closed. Listen to your body and become curious. What does your body feel like right now? Is there any pressure or tingling? Where? Do you feel heavy? Hot? Contracted? Warm? Or cold? What is the texture, weight, and shape of sensations you notice in your body? What emotions are those sensations connected to? Can you breathe into the parts that call your attention? What do those parts of your body want to tell you? What do they want? Those are some questions that you can ask yourself. Step two, respond, self-expression. Emotions need to be expressed to be processed. The goal is to move the energy of emotion throughout the body so we can let it go. This self-expression must be authentic and embodied. Remember, true healing occurs when body and mind integrate. So express the emotion on a bodily level first and foremost. Still sitting with your eyes closed, ask yourself, what does this emotion you just connected with need from you? What feels right in this moment? What do I need? Maybe you feel the need to cry, scream in a pillow, Go for a swim, walk or run, dance it out, hit a punching bag, do some gardening, tapping, yoga, coloring, shower, take a bath, or paint your feelings out, or simply breathe deeply while facing the sun. Whatever feels cathartic in that moment, do it. You will free the poisonous emotion that you carried within yourself and free yourself from its shackles. Follow this step with one of the best forms of emotional healing. Journaling. 
Writing can be a very therapeutic experience of self-discovery, reconnecting with our true self and processing our deepest feelings and emotions. When we write, we give our internal world a voice. We process and make sense of what is happening within us and around us. And we gain perspective by writing out our fears and hurts. We can look at them from a distance, detach from their grip, and eventually let them go. That release can be truly healing. Practice journaling every day to get better at expressing and processing your feelings. Don't censor or judge yourself. Let it all out, completely unfiltered. Over time, your journal will become a safe space for you to feel yourself, get unstuck, and move forward. We often don't have the time and space to process emotions in the moment. So make sure you allow yourself the space to feel the emotions you had had throughout the day and journal about it at the end of each day. I'm gonna give you a writing prompt. What is happening in my life right now that I wish I could change? What is the biggest source of frustration? And as you write, notice the sensations in your body. Tune into the parts that are numb and pain or frozen. What are they trying to tell you? What needs healing, attention, or change? Step three to processing emotional energy stuck in your body is reset self-care. If we've habitually neglected our body and ignored our emotions, we have to rededicate ourselves to body, mind, self-care, and indulge in healing habits that will bring in the feeling of well-being. The goal is to realign back with your authentic self. Relax and reset to an open state and come back into wellness and balance. Practice. Take time to slow down and be alone. Get out into nature. Make art. Listen to music while you cook your favorite dinner. Meditate to cleanse your mind and relax your body. Take a bubble bath or a nap to restore. Take good care of yourself to awaken life's joys and simple pleasures that will nourish your body, mind, and soul. Sources of negativity. 
Any negative experiences begin in consciousness, meaning that it all starts with an evaluation. Some form of psychological or emotional need is not met, and when that happens, the mind perceives the experience as falling short of preconceived expectations. Therefore, any negative experience is essentially a negative interpretation of what has taken place. In reality, any experience has a neutral meaning. It's neither good nor bad in any absolute sense. It's only your subjective and constructive understanding of the event that gives it a positive or negative evaluation. Another factor that complicates negative experiences is what is known as negativity bias. The negativity bias is a tendency of your nervous system to preferentially look for negative experiences, the bad news, over positive ones, the good news. As counterintuitive as this seems, the negativity bias is a byproduct of millions of years of evolution. It's a survival mechanism that taught you to favorably look for danger because by doing so, you can anticipate a threat and take those preemptive steps to fight or flee, thus guaranteeing your survival. Unfortunately, the negativity bias is still very much part of your brain and nervous system. And although life-threatened situations are relatively rare now, you may still look for and cling to the negative, often resulting in a pessimistic, distrustful, and cynical attitude towards life. Now that we know where negativity arises and why we're neurologically wired out to seek it, Let's take a look at six pathways for negative energy cleansing from your body. Number one, make meditation a regular part of your life. Spending time in the stillness of meditation has a profoundly healing effect on the mind and it helps to restore your entire system to balance and positivity. It does this in three crucial ways. Number one, meditation is the antidote to the stress response that is driven by excessive bad energy. Muscle tension is released. Blood pressure and respirations are lowered. Stress hormones are minimized. And the fight or flight reactivity is down-regulated through meditation. Second, Meditation helps you to witness your thoughts rather than being caught up in an interpretive or evaluation. By witnessing your thoughts as they come and go, you interrupt their stream before a negative interpretation is able to take root in your mental garden. Third, by repeatedly entering into the field of pure consciousness, the negative evaluation and your awareness are washed away, releasing their hold on you. Like rinsing a dirty cloth in a stream, the negative mental impresses are eventually lifted 
returning the cloth to an immaculate state. Second pathway, practice yoga. Yogic breathing exercises are a powerful way of negative energy cleansing in both mind and body. While there are a lot of classic yoga breathing exercises that can be beneficial in helping to clear the negative energy blockages, two techniques in particular, the bellows breath and its cousin, shining breath, are very helpful in mobilizing and flushing the bad energy out of your system. Bellow breathing is an invigorating breath that energizes the body and generates an internal heat that can be thought of as a way to incinerate the negativity stuck in your body. Shining breathing can be used as a technique to expel the ashes of the burnt up negative charge from your system. The third pathway, get out into nature. Nature therapy is a powerful tool to scrub the negative energy from your mind and body. The purity of nature often creates a system reboot that helps uninstall negativity from your mental hard drive. When embracing the beauty and majesty of a mountain range, an old growth forest, the ocean, or a midnight star field, it can become very difficult for negative energy blocks to maintain its hold on your awareness. The fourth pathway, move your body. Negative energy loves inertia and lethargy, like a black hole collapsing in on itself. The negative mindset wants you to suck down into oblivion. One sure way to break out of this downward spiral is to get up and move your body. Whether performing some yoga, such as sun salutations, going for a brisk walk or run, or another form of energetic movement, vigorously moving your body helps purge negativity from your system on several levels. First, it activates your subtle energetic system where negative impressions often get stuck. When the power is flowing without interference, the negativity begins to break up. Second, with an increase in respiration and circula circulation, excuse me, toxins such as residual stress hormones get flushed out through deeper breathing and sweat. Third, during the energetic physical activity, your body needs for increased oxygen overrides any negative subtext that might try to drag you down. In other words, it's hard to stay focused on the negative when your heart rate and breathing are at a higher pace. The fifth pathway, go complaint free. Complaining is one of the ways negative energy sustains itself in a perpetual motion cycle. When you're focused on negative emotions, you complain about things more. You pay more attention to what irritates you, which makes you feel more negative, 
and you complain again. It's a never-ending feedback loop of gripping, griping, and grievances. The simple truth is this. Complaining really doesn't solve anything. If you have constructive advice on how something can be improved, great. If not, you're only adding another layer to the surplus of negativity in the world. Chronic complaining is really a symptom of a close relative of negativity, self-pity. It keeps you locked in a perpetual state of poor me and not having to take responsibility for your interpretations or how you're feeling. When you commit to going complaint-free for a day or two or even a week, it has a profound effect on free-flowing negativity you harbor in your consciousness. Negativity feeds on, on complaints and gripes, and when you stop complaining, you begin to starve your negative negativity of sustenance. Absolve from complaining does two important things for you. One, it reframes your mindset. You stop seeing everything out there as wrong. Instead, you see it as a neutral event that you assign meaning to. And secondly, it empowers you to be conscious interpretators of your reality. Whereas complaining implies that you must find a way to change the outer world, you can recognize that when you can't change the external world, which is often the case, you can change your interpretation to the situation and free yourself from its negative influence over you. Start small. Go complaint free for an hour, or if that's too much, 15 minutes. Start small and then build up and watch how your mindset changes. The sixth pathway is smile often. Although you may think that smiling as a simple, sentimental, or aesthetic activity, there is true magic in your smile. You know that a smile is contagious to others because every cell of your body is eavesdropping on every other cell. A smile is a localized just to your face. Every time you smile, a unique cocktail of neuropesticides are released to, that help to fight off the effects of stress, lower blood pressure, and acts as an overall mood lifter. Naturally, these effects make it difficult to sustain a negative mood. Consider the face of a chronologically negative person. It's not likely they often beam a great smile. Indeed, it's likely the exact opposite, a frown, scowl, or perhaps even a glare, but not a smile. Take time to look in the mirror and smile. Have positive thoughts that resonate throughout your body. Doing these tips, I can guarantee for the most part that you are on your way to cleansing and releasing negative energy from your body.